They had to call me twice and I rejected their call twice and then the third time, like at some point right, if I'm working and someone come and arrest me, I want you all know it's MOM. <laughs> <laughs> Should people who fall for messaging scams be ashamed of themselves? This is your daily catch-up. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. This episode is sponsored by WhatsApp. So they want to raise awareness about online harms, especially fake news and scams on various messaging platforms and how both young and old can play, can support each Not other me. to be more cognizant and play a more active role in tackling these issues. So today we have with us a very helpful man. He's from the Singapore Institute of Technology, Dr. G. Yo. 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 So Dr. G, tell us how old are you? <laughs> like that also must say. Uh. Why he's younger than you? Confirm. Confirm younger. <laughs> Dr. G leads the program of digital comms and media as well as criminology and security. Oh, wow, and so he's also a part of yeah. the Media Literacy Council, Council. which yeah. makes him a perfect guest for this episode. Welcome. Yes. Thank you. <laughs> so Glad maybe because be I've listed down quite a few things that you do, right? But maybe in layman terms, can you tell me like what your job kind of encompasses? I typically lead a degree program called Digital Comms and Integrated Media Program. Mm. So um, I teach, I handle the administrative matters associated with it. Because SIT has a criminology yeah. program, right? Uh, by the way, it's, it ended already, but I was actually leading that program for quite a substantial uh, right. period wow. of time. That's why I got linked with criminology. La. But okay. when I was actually doing my PhD over at NUS, I was asked to teach one of the modules that deals with cybercrime. Right. Okay, so when I taught it, I decided to research a little bit more about it and then I wrote a paper on it. So that's how I got known in the space of cybercrime. Right. Yeah. Yeah, right. I've seen like your, your research studies being quoted on like um, China News Asia about like wow. studies. God from... damn, Mr. J. Yeah, let's go. <laughs> 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 you know, many, uh, uni kids. <laughs> Yo. <laughs> no, this one I do one. So whether they follow or not, that's a, a different thing. I Yeah, so I think like in Singapore in the past few weeks and months, right, we've been hearing quite a few stories pop up about like scams going around or like people keep sharing fake news and all that kind of stuff. So one more recent one I think is talking about like a victim in Singapore who lost close to 200k because there was a team of scammers that were pretending to be a SPF officers. In fact, investigating a scam. Yeah. So they lost money wow. to this person. In That's so end. meta. They're getting so tricky and good now. Uh. It's scary. Yeah. yeah. And I think another one that was like a huge someone, right? Is, so the headline reads, Police warn of property agent scam after close to a thousand people have lost a collective amount of $3.9 million. Crazy. So what happens is that because we know now the property market is all up, right? So then like agents and all that when they're in contact with you and then they say, hey, come for this viewing then they ask them to kind of pay a deposit. Mm -hmm. And they even send like a contract, right? With like a, a lease agreement or like this is the owner's signature or then they ask them to sign, right? And send back. 
Yeah. So mm. because of that, you're kind of like reassured, ma. It turns out it's a scam. Speaking of the SBF scam, you know I got called before by that that usual face of like the fake uh, mm. Singapore police force. Wait, jacket. a video call? Yeah, they go and print like a, a backdrop, right? That says like Singapore <laughs> police force, Singapore, which like the police wouldn't do. Like, why do they right. need to be reminded that they? Or like, why they do a press conference with me, right? And then he got colleague doing like like work on the laptop. <laughs> it's a whole set. So like they called me, right? And then like the whole time I just kept laughing, and then um. My... <laughs> then they like, why are you laughing? Yeah, then. But, that, then, do you play along? I no, so I wanted to play along, but then uh, I was like showing like our, our colleagues, and then one of my colleagues just took the phone and started like shouting at him. Then like he hung up. Every, everybody think that when they finally get this scam call, right, they will play along. But at that day, right, you not shot one. Yeah, <laughs> you will lose all your wits. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. Just, uh, sorry, yeah. No, but I'm very court. surprised because you realize that nowadays scams they are adopting AI robotics to kind of like mm, mm. get the the first round cut, you like know, like the DHL, yeah, yeah, you whatever. And then when you yeah. press one or whatever, then you know, oh, this one can swanable, can makan that kind of thing. So I'm very surprised you got one that's really live and yeah, actually take time to. I, I cannot dem- so every day now I, I get at least two um messages. Some of it is like betting la or whatever, uh. right, right? But others like quite convincing one. Yeah, I think uh, most likely a DHL, like your parcel is like right. So one of the tactics that I read about is that they actually use a very well known scam. Okay, so have you heard of the Nigerian scam? Yes. The, the prince. Ah yeah. Alright. Got money one, that kind. So what their tactic is that, hey. I don't want to spend a lot of time uh, grooming you. So a grooming process is I have to spend time talking to you, yeah, etc. Yeah. and things like that. My dad enjoyed so, with that guy. Like catfishes. Yeah. yeah, so one, the first layer where they sieve out all the gullible ones is to, <laughs> is to get out uh, a scam that's very well known. Yeah. Okay, so those who respond, they know, ah, okay, this one are the gullible ones. These are the ones I will spend time and money and effort on. Right. Because these are the ones that will yield a higher return. So it's a big like net. La, to yeah, it's a big catch. net. Those that respond are really, uh, these are the real blur ones I can uh, take advantage of. So this is one of the tactics they use. My dad falls for 90% of scams. Also, 90% of the fights I have with my dad is because he got scammed. What? And actually lose money or it's just... There uh, are times where, as in most of the time, yeah, got lose a bit of money. The very latest one, right, was that he clicked on, I think it was like, the ad used Zoe's face. Oh, oh yeah, like how much money you, you can make and all that Queen. stuff, right? Uh. And so he clicked on it and then they called him. Alert, alert! This is the notification for you to turn on your notification bell, like, share and subscribe and comment down below, Dr. G is so cool! And if anyone <laughs> tells you TDK sucks, that's fake news! Do not spread it! <laughs> Back to the episode. That guy had American accent and all that stuff and, and, and helped him invest in Bitcoin and all that stuff. It was insane because that person called him like within a minute or five minutes of him clicking yet. Wow. Yeah. And then wanted to arrange an appointment for him to know more. He insisted that my mom be on the call. Or I asked who he lived with first. And uh, yeah, my father just provides his car information. I, just, <laughs> I don't know how they find him. He's such a gold mine, you know. And so when he put his first $500 or whatever inside, right, that guy would text him daily to let him know, your money has, your $500 now has like 537 At a time where crypto losing money, because I, I have holdings, and I know the market is sliding down, but somehow my father is beating the market buying Bitcoin, <laughs> but I'm losing money, you know what I mean? And, and the best part was that my father had an inkling it was a scam, but he continued defended. And I can tell you why he had an inkling it was a scam. He told my mom, you cannot tell John. Ah, oh, uh, so okay, okay. If you cannot tell John, means John's gonna get upset at something. But if it's like profit making, then why don't tell John? 
You know what I mean? Like, why, why he never give you the alpha? Yeah, yeah. why he never give you the alpha? Right? Because he think you think you know everything, then you still losing money. It's true. Then he make it. It's true. That's, that's the mindset I think he might have, and I oh. think the other part is that older folk they just not financially literate or not taught, ma. And so my mom snitched and said, "I think you need to go and like check in on this one, lah." We fought, and he defended the scammers. Good one. And he's saying that he's making how much money. He showed me the text all about how much money he made, right? So I said, okay, in that case, do not alert them, not alarm them. Why don't you just ask for your principal back or ask for the profits back? Means transfer back your $37. That's all I ask. So that guy said, oh, you got to create a wallet. I call you and guide you how to create a wallet. I just created a wallet for my dad with my app because it's that's defy why you create wallets like that. Why? Mm -hmm. so, I, so my father just sent him the wallet and then that's where... No more. Even. No more already. What weirds me out was that my dad had inkling that it was off because he said, don't tell John. Yet at the same time, he would fight with hmm. his son for days and hours to defend the scammer. Actually, really sometimes bugs me. we see this kind of psychology happening also. Because I hear stories that sometimes even the, the police come knocking on the door I say, hey, I think we, you have been scammed. <laughs> they totally don't believe. No, cannot be. Oh. Then maybe you are the scammer. Are you the, you know, oh show me. Yeah, so I've heard of this kind of stories also before. Yeah. And one of the things that he brought up and I wanted to articulate was that one of the things we encourage is that for in order to protect yourself against scams, it takes a community. And that's what mm. would, would mm. happen in your case. You know, yeah. the son coming in to help the father understand this. And this is one of the safeguards we have regards to scams also. But I feel like recently, because of how elaborate these scams have gotten, right? It's really not just an old people thing. Eh. Yeah. Like I feel, okay, I'm not sure whether I've, I've fallen for one. Eh. So I got a call <laughs> from, this yes. person, <laughs> from this person. I gave her all my information. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no. Just a spoiler alert. But yeah. So she called me and then she said she's calling from MOM. Sound like Singaporean. Eh. So then they say they're doing a survey where like everybody in the family need to be doing. So like they say my dad got due and all that. Then they somehow tell me my dad's name. Eh. And then after they tell me my address or so. Eh. Then I'm like, Okay la, legit what? Now then she asked me to answer some survey questions. So like, it sounds quite legit one. Like they asked me like, oh like, what is like your annual income, that kind of stuff. Uh, how, how much time do you work from home? How much time do you work from office? Oh, oh that could be legit. Huh? After that, then they asked like, what? They, they asked this one that really made me feel bad. Are you willing to pay more taxes to help like the needy? I like a bit quiet. Then she said, how about you rate on a scale of one to five? Then I rate mm. two lah, cause one a bit busted, right? Yeah. Then, <laughs> <laughs> That's then, a problem with post, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> after that, then she said, okay, you can provide me like your NIC, your or like full name, your date of birth, everything that I just provide her. Yeah, sounds okay. Yeah, sounds okay. Also, no, I'm not I, sure. I had that also, and they had to call me twice, and I rejected their call twice. And then the third time, like at some point, right, if I'm working and someone come and arrest me, I want you all know it's MOM. <laughs> <laughs> I, I have, like, the MOM scams, right? You, you all get it, or no? Like, it's Chinese one, yeah, yeah. the Chinese one, and it's the AI one that you talked about. Mm. And I get it, like, once or twice every single day. I hang out on them so frequently now that when they call me, right, when they ask me to verify my name, I say, no, you you mm -hmm. tell me what's your email, what's your I want to verify them. Yeah. Yeah, and then when that person had good, good. and that person had some like caught off guard, lah, right? Like I I never like tried to get my myself verified as MOM before, right? <laughs> then that person also like need, needed a few seconds to think. <laughs> so then then on my end I become like, oh my god, you damn dodgy. <laughs> <laughs> so the whole thing was damn weird. They had to email me official like stuff, then wow. I go and reply them. Okay. That's yeah. not bad though. But that's, that's ridiculous, good. like at some point, correct? No, I'm gonna get arrested because I really owe taxes or whatnot, you don't know, you see. Then the police just come bang through our door and, and arrest me because I keep hanging out. I rust. You wouldn't know, ma. Just now, since you were saying about uh, young people falling for scams, right? I guess I should share my story, lah. Um, <laughs> but, recently... you, but you're not young people. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I should share mine, lah. <laughs> <laughs> 
No, so so recently, right? I really feel like I don't kena because I don't answer calls. I don't reply SMSs. Yeah, he really don't. Like, not even for work, guys. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> even if it's like a legit SMS, right, I won't reply. Man. But right, because like I buy a lot of things, right? Then like, ship ship to me parcels and packages all the time, right? Like every day is Christmas. So the recent one I kena is an SMS that was from Singpost. Because right, I like in the middle of work, whatever, I'm busy and all that, right? So I just saw the thing. I thought, oh, okay, sync post, right? Oh, the dele- the parcel failed to deliver. What's wrong? I press one time. Mm. Then I see, it says that, oh, registered mail, you have to top, you, di- you didn't pay enough. You have to top up like $1 something so that they can, pay, right. can, can deliver the thing. La. They are like, ah, okay, la, whatever, $1 something. Then I just press and I key in my bank <laughs> account information. Then I key in already. Then I just- Like I, your credit card number. Yeah, everything. Then it got <gasps> rejected. Then I, okay, again, I try. Then I enter, reject again. Then I started, I, I paused a while, I think, okay, never mind. Let me resolve this later on. So I forgot about it. Then a few days later, right, I remember it again. Eh. Then I think, 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 right. Why the f***, right? <laughs> <laughs> Will they send me something if I never pay for the register? No, it never happened to me before. So then I panic a bit, right? I go and go online and check everything, right? Then I ask people, right? Wow, really scams, yeah? Because I, I was not expecting anything. So mm. immediately I had to go and contact like the bank and all that. But I want to say like the, the response was very good. Like immediately they have a team set up, right? They yeah. immediately, immediately answer your call, help you cancel the thing, help you tell you what to do next, police report, all that. Wow, but did you lose anything? Never. So hey, your time is key wrong? So, maybe. But after that, right? Because I posted on social media just to verify right, and share with other people. So right. well, a lot of people send me back the same same oh. types of messages. Yeah, I think you just articulated the story that my student told me that happened to her. That was the one. Got a message from Singpost or something like that. Click on it. And then after that, because all the mechanisms was what she was familiar with, with Singpost. So it oh. appears to be the same kind of process or experience that uh, she went through with Singpost previously. Yeah. So scammers are smart in that. Like they understand the scammers journey. Scammers also never get their mail. <laughs> so she went through that process she got uh, she got a deduction one dollar it was a test case and then after that there was a larger amount but because it exceeded her bank credit limit or something like that it didn't go through but because it was alerted she immediately stopped it so she lost that that one dollar but fortunately, she didn't lose uh, more than that. La. So that was a story. But having to cancel your car and all that stuff, la, right? That really sucks. But I think like, you know, when we talk about scams, right? There are so much more like tangible impact. Like I'm losing money or I'm, say, I'm arguing with my family relationship breakdown, right? But when it comes to like fake news, I think people don't really see the impact of that. Like, so what? Yeah, I just yeah, forward this link to somebody else. But maybe like Dr. G can share a bit about like, what is the real danger of fake news? Is this really a problem? I think the f- issue about fake news is you you are actually sending out information that's untrue, which may have certain implications. So for example, uh, the government has shared many times, right? uh, Why POFMA has come into place is because some of these have got uh, national implications, uh, wide and maybe severe implications as well. So this is some of the things that uh, may affect on a national level. And we have mechanisms uh, for that aspect. Mm. So that's why you see some of the laws enacted in place and stuff like that. But it also has uh, implications on other aspects as well. So for example, vaccination, right? If you have fake news vaccination, although it may not be public, shared among, you know, just passed on by by, uh, messaging apps and things like that, people have a certain impression or something. And therefore, when other messages that come in, you know, like say vaccination is good, things like that. Don't worry, not no, not much problems. You know? People won't won't believe. So it does have those kind of impact as well. Or like used to spread hate. 
against certain groups and all that kind of thing also. Lah. Most of the time, if you talk bad about certain groups, it may be covered with opinions. It may be an opinion. Yeah. But right. when you talk about fake news specifically, it's like misrepresenting facts or twisting the facts, etc. Mm. So that is where it gets a little bit tricky, very hard to discern and things like that. So WhatsApp, they actually, so they shared a few things that were quite interesting to me actually, which I didn't know actually were around. So one mm. thing that they do specifically for fake news is that they are forwarding limits on messages. And I mean, if it hasn't hit that limit, right, they have forwarding labels. So it kind of indicates- That's that, a game changer. Yeah, it indicates yeah, that yeah. this message has been forwarded many times. Yeah, then yeah, there's like a yeah, there's yeah. a text and then there's a double arrow, there's an icon there to tell you that like, hey, this is a like a chain la, being yeah. forwarded. Okay, it looks yeah. like this. Can we show them? Yeah. Because I also have no idea what this looks like. <laughs> yeah. But interesting because the example you articulated is an expression of, for example, companies also getting involved. I mean, your earlier question yeah. is who, who should be responsible, right? Yeah. So this is the idea that uh, we are seeing that everyone is playing their part to help this. Do you all think you all can spot fake news? <laughs> You're not confident. I'm surprised. Okay. I think I'm okay, but the, the the one time that I was really surprised, right, was when so I, I used to intern in a company right, and it was all young people, all tech savvy people. It was a tech company, right? Yeah. And uh at that point of time people didn't know that New Nation was a satire site. I think there was a story, I can't remember what it was, but it was like a group of five people randomly like taking a dump in like MRT stations or whatever, right? Which wasn't true. There was a case that happened to be true eventually, but it wasn't true. Right? And then people in my company were just sharing it around with each other like, oh my god, I can't believe this is happening in Singapore. Not realising that it's satire. Yeah. Singaporeans from all walks of life, right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, so like, I mean, I have an article here with me, right? That says many in Singapore confident that they can spot fake news, but may not actually be able to. So like about 50% like quite confident, right? But the truth is that 69 to 76% have admitted to unknowingly sharing fake news. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code buttery. Exclusions apply. See site for details. News. Mm. This is a study done by NTU. I, I wouldn't say I'm confident in spotting fake news. And you're the expert already. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I would say I'm confident in suspecting that it could be fake news. Right. So yeah. it won't be the first instance where I see this. So there, there was one time I received this particular news. I said, hey, look, it sounds a bit true, but it also sounds a bit suspicious. Mm. So I wouldn't be able to on the spot tell you that this is fake news, but it was enough to arouse my suspicion. So that will prompt me to just go and research a little bit more to understand it. Yeah. yeah. I wouldn't at first instance pass it around. Yeah. Mm. There were some times where I received something and I messaged out to my parents. I think it was a SingPass one. You know, the recent SingPass right. one. Then it looks so real. Then I said, okay, I better alert my parents. Say, I received this. Let me check on it first. Uh, before, in case you all receive this and all that. So let me Good check man. on it first before Good. anything happens. Lah. So it's not like I know at the point in time that it's fake news, but it was enough to arouse suspicion. I think maybe just a year back, there was this uh, CPF top-up thing, right? You top up X amount for your parents, the government will match it, right? Yeah. Something like that. And at the same time, right, there were scammers that was using the exact figures that CPF was throwing around. Like government will match you $3,000 or something like that if you put $3,000. Mm-hmm. And so she received this thing of a CPF top-up of $3,000. 
and it corresponds with the news, ma. Yeah. Because the news was saying, hey, you can get three thousand dollars for free from the government. All you have to do is top up three thousand. Government give you three thousand, and so she just feel like, hey, there's this three thousand dollars going around. And so when something or someone like texted her about, hey, going come and claim your three thousand dollars to your CPF, right? She's like, uh huh. Like <laughs> everything checks out, right? It's it's based on the news she saw you on channel eight, just on channel five. Yeah, and so. Lucky due to meticulous training from her son. Nice. She sent it to the family chat. I got debunked. Sick. My mom, actually, my mom is true. My mom now also, she will send and ask like, what is this? Then yeah, yeah. Most of the time she send them, my brother just copy paste the same reply. Like, fake. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, That's it. Yeah. But there was something but, that- But this, sorry, I want to address that. I think mm. the way you tell your parents is fake, right? Mm. Is something that you need to exercise a lot more empathy on. Right. Because mm. there are times, because they believe almost everything really, right? To the point whereby they just don't want to get shot down. So they decide to stop testing. And it's like, how does John know it's fake anyway? John probably click it. <laughs> <laughs> so they also can click it, right? Yeah. right? And then that's that's how far they go. And, and I think that's where the breakdown, like for example, between my dad and I happened. I think there was times where I got frustrated with him falling for it over and over again. Yeah, to the point where he just feel like, I just gamble off. Mm. I don't mind losing 300 bucks. I wonder if it's like, cause back in the day, right? Like all the news outlets are reliable. Yeah. Like nowadays, then there's alternative media, there's social media, then there's a proliferation of this. But back then, it's like they really could trust all the news around. Most of the time, the fake news may not lead you to that news site because right. it will lead you to, if you unsuspectingly click on a link yeah. that looks like, for example, that news name mm. dot something, but it has something else dot com yeah, yeah, or something yeah, yeah, yeah. like wow, that. Wow, I don't yeah. even read that part of the link. So yeah. it is, it is, yeah. So mm. most people don't get the link and sometimes it's masked in the, the, the link itself when you click. Right. You Once you see the URL, uh, then, so while there is trust on <laughs> that particular news site, they may, they may actually think that the fake news site is that news site. Right. Yeah. 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 Anyone can start a website these days. Anyone can start a yeah. blog, right? And make yeah. it look legit. Even if mm. like, they can just come up with a name like the the something post, the Singapore post, and mm. suddenly it's like, it, yeah. Like, yeah. like legitimate news source, right? And can just write anything and, and people can believe it. The other thing that I find it dangerous also is that URLs at least, right, are a little bit safer to me than copying the message hoster and then forwarding to many people. Because to me, it's like, you don't even know if that's the source. They will write, uh, from the Guardian, from this particular yeah, well-known yeah, yeah. journalist, yeah, yeah. and then the whole article, and then it's like, but you don't know whether it really was written by this guy or not, mm-hmm. and then it gets spread by like in family group chats as though, hey, this this hey, Guardian say one, oh, hey, BBC say one, you know. Yeah. But you send like, a link, they click the link, virus. Yeah, that's like <laughs> pros and cons. This, this actually happened really recently. I mean, there's one of like a bigger case lah. So recently, like China got quite a bit of news coming out, right? Then over, if I'm not wrong, it's about like a month ago that there was speculation that there was a coup in China. So uh. then like people are saying they've taken over the government. And then there was a Pulitzer Prize winning journalist uh, mm. that tweeted out like a photo of like planes kind of avoiding China or avoiding Beijing specifically. So then he's saying like, oh, look, like, Place are being redirected, the military have taken over. So then like, when I was reading all of that, right, then because the news is so fresh that like, I go and try to Google, right? But Google also don't, Google also say there are speculations or there are rumours. Like all the yeah. news links that come yeah. out is all saying that there are rumours. Then I'm like, in this case, how can I then verify whether something is fake or not? I mean, yeah. then I said to my mother, like, then she... <laughs> She I think as the in expert, China. Uh, yeah. <laughs> the foremost expert on China. I feel like a practice that I have I have started to 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 put into place, right, is that mm. I'm very skeptical of news in general because just simply because of the way news works today, right, with social media, right, everybody's competing to catch eyeballs. A lot of the sources of even the legitimate news themselves, right, are not properly verified. So usually 
a lot of times like a few days after that news has actually come out you will get all the you will actually get the truth yes. later yeah. on and that's how I verify my news mm. the other thing is whether is there really an urgency for you to know immediately so for example <laughs> that one right you're asking and say how, how you know there are rumours circulating yeah. around and things like yeah. that but sometimes I do see this then I just wonder okay I can just wait until things settle down and see whether something may may crop up about uh, how true that will be lah. Yeah, mm-hmm. that, that's a really good point because I feel like I have a really bad habit, right? Like I, I have notifications whenever, like, say, Mother Shi about Straits Times, like, say something, or like whenever I read a, a Twitter, it's like, oh, one minute and it's a big, big news, right? I want to be the first one to share in my my social circle. <laughs> okay, why? Why? Because <laughs> cookie, cookie popularity. Points. Yeah, right? all, all I need, right, is two people, at least two people, to just say ha ha ha, and I, it made my, yeah, it makes my day. Okay, got it, got it, got it, got it. Okay, just yeah, hint, hint to everyone who doesn't reply. That means I usually say like we already sent this yesterday. Yeah. <laughs> sorry, so sorry then. I've been ruining your day on this one. It's true. Why do people generate fake news? Like, what's the point of it? I think one of the key things is attention. The other thing is like, like what you say, if you don't like a particular group of people, you may you may spread this kind of thing. I'm not surprised if some are like, like just curious, nothing to do, just want to uh, see how this kind of thing can proliferate and things like that. There are, there are many reasons why. Uh, I think one of the key things that we need to take note is how to discern this kind of thing that goes around. Yeah. And don't be, don't just anyhow forward things around. So the yeah. main crux of it is just to like what double check Google it? Like what's the, how do I actually verify something? Definitely double check. You can ask friends who are familiar with this particular aspect, this particular area and all that. I like what you brought up about asking somebody who has more expertise in the field. So mm-hmm. yeah, like similar to him. Like if the dad go and ask him. I, I feel like there's this bias of phenomenal that that my like people of, of my parents' generation seem to trust if like their friends randomly forward forward them a bunch mm. of stuff and video with their own headlines. It could be just a video and then with a typed caption on what's in that what's this video about? Yeah. Like you know, a massacre in in, in uh Bishan. Mm. You know, but it's maybe it's a ten years ago video in from Thailand, for example. Yeah. But mm. you can tell them no and but they would trust this message chain yeah. from their friends more than they would the news or their own family members in which they work hard and send us to university for. You know what I'm saying? To to be able to discern this. Like, is there a a cognitive bias that very difficult to explain. I know that phenomenon. Okay. okay. So firstly, one of the questions that we'll ask is are they even reading the news? or their main source of news or update is actually from the friends. Yeah. Okay, so there may be a different group of people. So this is something that we learn also in media theories, for example. Mm. So some people consume uh, media very differently. So you may, uh, you may encounter the elderly, you're talking about the parents' generation, who do not even read the news. So their only source comes from friends. It's la. almost word of mouth. <clears throat> yeah. So, yeah. and this is something that you just trust your friends. A lot of times also the question I ask is how how severe is this news or how impactful is this news to the to the person receiving it. So for example, if it's a news about let's say China and as an elderly, it's just by the way me knowing the kind of thing it doesn't really impact me compared to CPF. Okay, mm. I may just say okay, it's it's just news to me. Don't care whether it's real or not. Mm. But if I receive CPF, even if it's from my friend, I may because it's more serious. I may check mm. around lah. That's why one of the things that we always advocate is don't forward out uh, messages <laughs> yeah. that you don't think is true. So if I think it is, if it's not true, right? And I forward it out for fun. Uh, Just in case it's true. <laughs> la. yeah. For fun. This person may think that, hey, it's <laughs> yeah, real. Yeah. And to him, it's more important. 
Yeah. Right, right. So that's one of the things that we advocate. Don't anyhow forward uh, this kind of information out. Even right. if you think it's for fun, yeah. you may think that your friend received it for fun, but they may take it very seriously. One thing that was very interesting to me was that during COVID, uh, because we couldn't be in the office and the studio, we started doing some like home content, um, talking about like, I think it was the elections or whatever. And so we had one video that we posted on Vulcan Post, right? And my friend screenshot to me and said, hey, I saw you in a video, but it wasn't from a YouTube link. Her dad, right, basically downloaded the screen recorded yeah, 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 yeah. the YouTube video <laughs> and then sent the video version onto the messaging, like into the family group right. chat. You just made me remember, right, that I was the face of uh, fake news. Ah, oh, really? Somebody was sending, like, <laughs> I think a year or two ago, right, I started receiving a lot of DMs and people sending me like, bro, is this you? Is this you? Basically, people <laughs> took all the footage of me online and they stitched it together with some super rich guy and oh, some yeah, Lamborghini that, thingy. That, I remember that. Yeah, then I, was, I didn't know what to do. It was negative news as well. It's like irresponsible, super rich celebrity guy crashed a Lamborghini somewhere or something like that. Right. Yeah, and then he just left it there, irresponsible or whatever. Wait, you are the Lamborghini guy? Ah. <laughs> <laughs> no, but do you actually find out why the person did it? Oh, we no, don't know it's, where it's not even in English. Oh. Yeah, wow. and he has not, nothing really to do with me, I think. They just yeah. used my face. So they yes, were committing yes. a, a, a scam la, and then they wanted to use your face because you're a recognizable figure. Perhaps. Maybe, I don't know. No, I remember it was, um, it was, it was nothing to do with recognizability one. It's just rich It just happened to be that, that yeah, I got right. the content that yeah. you yeah. just... Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. all the free stock okay, photos right, right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Then I tried to like, then, okay, everybody messaged me. I just said, okay, law, report. Law. I don't know what else to do. Ma. Then I also report then, just like that. Law. Then it, it just continued to spread for a few weeks and now... <laughs> yeah, it is what it is. It's crazy. But like, whose responsibility is it to like curb like fake news or like curb scams, you know? Is it like our personal responsibility to like just not forward or just like be more careful, right? Or is it up to the, the authorities? I think because people are downloading videos and then disseminating, right? You actually don't know where the source is. They can, people can always right. edit portions of it to like feed their own narratives, right? Which is why it's so important that if you do want to forward a video, forward the link from the actual source, you know? Mm. Don't go and download it because you create a practice that encourages fake news, I feel. I think everyone has to play a part. One of the things I advocate is, for example, as let's say parents or as user, you need to, like what you said earlier, don't anyhow forward it around, that kind of thing. Uh, be conscious of this, know how to spot some of these kind of things, uh, know how to report it, uh, alert the authorities right. and etc. and things like that. I think some messaging apps have such features and things like that. When it comes to scams, right, WhatsApp also has things in place to, to protect us. So okay. number one is two-step verification, which they will also check with you, like that pin number that you set, right? They From time to time, they will check with you to make sure that like, you remember it or that you, you've not been hacked. La. And then also, I think like what Dr. G mentioned, right, being able to like report something so you can report a contact or block a contact when you suspect that something is off here like this person is trying to scam me or this person right. yeah. mm. so when you report a user what happens is that WhatsApp actually receives the most recent messages that are sent to you by this person that got reported oh. so then they will go and check and see whether this person is like whether it's an authentic message or whether this person is actually a scammer yeah. so based on that if need be right they will ban the account Okay. Yeah. and through this user reports actually and, and, and other like scam detection like systems in place, WhatsApp has actually banned more than 100,000 accounts a month for scams. Damn. Yeah. Which is quite interesting. It's a lot of effort. <laughs> a, yeah. That means there are a lot of scams going and around. Yes, By the scammers. <laughs> yeah. 
WhatsApp is also working directly with like NGO, so including like the WHO, like just now we mentioned like the vaccination, like fake news that's right. going around, right? So, and over like 70 governments to make sure that accurate information is being provided. WhatsApp has also partnered with the International Fact-Checking Network. Did y'all know that there's such a network? But anyways. Yeah, wow. <laughs> I heard all of it. Okay. Yeah, so it's... <laughs> <laughs> basically, nice. you can go there to double-check information and report fake news. Yeah, so there's a... They also have like a chatbot, which you can use to to check your news. But I mean like as much as they can put safeguards, I think it's also up to, like Dr. G mentioned, up to us to be savvy. Ma. Because like as many safeguards as they can put in place, at this point, anybody can get a hold of all my personal details, like what happened on my call, right? So I think like there's also like the soft skills that don't be pressured, like they like to use that time limit thing. Yeah, mm. and also double checking when you're unsure. Like after I realized that say I've, for example, forwarded like fake news or if I realise that I've fallen for a scam, right, then what should I do? I think that it's very difficult to come with a one-size-fit-all situation and I'll tell you why. <laughs> Firstly, scams got a lot of kind one. Yeah, I, okay. I got like a short list here. Wait, let me <laughs> okay. rattle it off. So e-commerce, social media impersonation, love scams, ping, ping. Okay, banking-related phishings and Chinese officials impersonation specifically. So I, I guess the for different type of scam, the reaction will be diff very different, right? For example, mm. if it deals with a bank, Obviously, call the bank, call the police, whatever, mm. to, to stop. If you are in the middle of a relationship that you think is, is scam, but then just stop the relationship. <laughs> la. so the but you can't say that. We are in love. <laughs> <laughs> because scams is very varied and all that. Sometimes you do not know what you don't know. So the safest is always to journey with a community. Always have someone in mind. You know, if you're not sure, check with that person and things like that. So, you know, in my family, I'll be the one. Uh, my parents do check with me right. and things like that. You are a friend, right? <laughs> that, that met a girl in a Thai disco, right? Got her pregnant, right? And so they decide to have the kid. And oh. so she invited him to go Thailand and meet the parents. And so he, he's at this point, right? Where he feels like... So it's not really a scam of sorts, like, right? But he's at this point that he feels like if I want to have this child with her, that he do need to get past this lah, like, meet her parents, and he's prepared. He going, he keeps on. He knows he's gonna go there, and the family gonna ask like, "Oh, my roof got problem. I'm gonna fix my roof." That kind of shit, right? <laughs> so he's like completely ready. And then he go to Thailand. She stay in a huge lender property. <laughs> <laughs> the father is an iron magnet. Eh. <laughs> oh, Lottery winner. That's why it's like, huh? You man, I jumped to how can you? So is that scam? No scam. I don't know. That was like that was lottery. That's the best scam yeah. ever. Yeah. He's a scammer. Yeah. <laughs> she, she got scammed. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so once again, thank you to WhatsApp for sponsoring today's episode. We hope that it's given you more insight into how to spot fake news and scams as well as how to help your loved ones. So remember, stop, think, call. So stop, take five before you respond and then think, ask yourself questions. Does this make sense? Are they asking you to share a pin code? Are they asking for money? And then call to verify with like a family member, like a friend if you're really unsure. And if it turns out to be untrue, don't forget to report it. Okay. Thank you for watching. Like, share, and subscribe. Goodbye. Thank you, Dr. G, as well, for joining Woo. us today. Thanks. Hey, you're so cool. Yeah. Are you <laughs> very popular in your school? <laughs> well, oh you, you, you probably are. It was very interesting the way uh, I'm learning the way you're. We are not friends. Okay, okay anyway. <laughs> yeah, let's do this like a We barely know each other. <laughs>
Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.